It's time for Rama for Today. And I'm glad that I found out that the devil's the author in sickness and disease. God didn't put that on me. And then I got mad at the devil. I've been mad at him ever since then. It's all right to be mad at the devil. Amen. Hallelujah. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching, Seven Things You Should Know About Divine Healing. If that's God's provision for His people under a covenant that's not as good as ours, what should we have? It'd been better than for us to stay under that one. Because under that one, we could prosper financially and we could not be sick. But under this one, new covenant, according to some folks, which the Bible said is a better covenant, you can't prosper. You have to go through life with your nose to the grindstone, live on barely get along street, way down at the end of the block next to Grumble Alley, and never have anything, and then be sick most all the time. Well, it doesn't make sense. I said, the trouble with this is there hasn't been many thinkers among us. Folks have just blindly followed theologians. I don't know about you, but I, I feel strongly about these things. I, I never have figured it out yet for sure. I'm so like Dr. Elidian Yeomans. I don't know for sure whether I just plain get mad or whether it's my righteous indignation that gets stirred up. <laughs> but I get stirred up about it. Because you see, uh, that kind of negativism and false teaching almost cost me my life. First 17 years of my life. I never ran and played like other little children. I used to sit around as a child, six, seven, eight years old. Four, five, six, seven, eight. Sit around, you know, listen to the old folks talk. Just look, you know, almost like a charmed bird that kids are jumping and a hollering and a playing. People used to say, you know, that would come to visit us when I was just a little kid, three or four years old. They'd always say, I believe that's the most solemn child I ever saw. He never laughs. What do I got to laugh about? I'm handicapped. I'm like Jesus said that woman was. I'm under bondage. I'm physically handicapped. I was born with a deformed heart. I never ran and played like other little children as a child. People would always say, I believe that's the best little old kid I've ever seen in my life. He don't ever cry. They didn't know that if I got to crying, that it wasn't because I didn't want to cry. You just learned to take care of yourself. That if I just exerted enough energy to cry, that a lot of times I'd turn black and blue all over and fall down and go unconscious. They'd have to revive me. Just that much extra effort, you see, of crying. So, my, my grandmother and mother tell me that even as a baby, I never cried. Never. Never. And I can remember after getting a pretty good-sized kid, you know. Because just, just that much extra effort, you see, physical strain upon my heart would cause it to malfunction. And then at, at 15, almost 16, four months before my 16th birthday, became totally bedfast. Totally bedfast. The summer of 1933, They'd have to turn me on the sheet. I can't turn over on my side. I can remember in the summer of 1933 lying there on my back, wishing I could turn, but I can't turn. If I exerted enough, listen to me carefully, if I exerted enough energy to yawn, no more energy than that, my heart stopped. And I'd think, it's never going to beat again. Oh, I lived this and relived it, same like a thousand times. No more energy than that. My heart stopped. And I'd think, it's never going to beat again. I know just a few seconds seemed like minutes. And then it would hit one lick. It, it would hurt just as bad as it hurt me then when I hit myself. 
It hurt that bad inside me. Just hurt. And then I'd say, think to myself, this is it. It's never going to hit another leg. That's it. And about that time, it hit like, it hurt just as bad. Oh, it hurt. It hurt a whole lot worse than me hitting myself that hard. Right there. Right there. And I'd think it's not going to hit again. That's it. And about that time, it hit. Such pain. And then they'd get closer together. And it would be some time before it'd ever pick up, you know, where it was beating normal for me. Still not normal, of course. And in the nighttime, when the lights are all out in the house and everybody's in the bed, the family's all asleep and I'm left alone with my own thoughts. I began to think for myself. I've never been one just to follow other people. I'm going to examine everything they say by the Word of God. And I, I thought, you know, because I was told Christian people come in and try to comfort you, bless their darling hearts and stupid heads. <laughs> well, now God put this on you. Almost turned me again. Even though I was born again, become a child of God, almost turned me against God. I said, God, did, did, did you put this on? Did you cause me as a, you know, a little baby? I didn't have anything to do with it. To be born, you know, deformed on the inside. We see people deformed on the outside. It's just uh, maybe not quite as bad, but just still bad. Where did this come from? Well, I, I, I just can't believe that. I almost turned against God. Then I said, I, I don't believe you're that kind of God. See, I didn't know the Bible like I know it now. That's the reason I got in it. That's the reason I got into this book and got my nose in it. Didn't read anything else. I think it's fine to read something else. I read other things today, but in cases of emergency, <laughs> there couldn't be any bigger emergency than that. Doc said I had to die. I just stayed with this book. Because you see, my heart now tells me, and my spirit's reborn, that the answers are all here in the book. And I just stayed in the book. Well, they got concerned about me, you know, called the doctor. He came down to see me, Dr. Robertson. You know, you ever read the... Uh, we call the comment section those days of the newspaper, we called it the funny paper. You ever read the funny paper? I said, no, sir. You don't even think you're a nut. I said, I don't have time. Bed fast, 24 hours a day. Well, you ever read, you ever read the newspaper? I said, no, sir. Once in a while, you know, Grandpa's sitting in the room reading. I might glance at the headlines. You ever read any novels? I said, no, sir, I don't have time. You ever read any Western stories? I said, no, sir, I don't have time. You ever read any mystery stories, detective stories? No, sir, I said, I don't have time. See, well, they think you're nuts then. You know, the answer wasn't in the funny paper. I had enough sense to know that. You know, I still don't read the funny paper. My time is more valuable than that. I don't know, you know, whatever it is. Comment section, I think they call it today, you know. Well, I, I don't mind reading the detective. I don't ever read them, but I, you know, I don't, wouldn't mind too. I have read detective stories, good ones, not a bunch of junk or a Western story. But you see, uh, the, the answer that I'm seeking is not in the detective story book. It's not in the novel. It's not in the, in the Western stories. I mean, this is a life and death proposition. It's in this book. And that's the reason I got in there and found the answer. I don't know about you, but I had to get the answer to those things before I could get healed. I'm persuaded that's keeping a lot of people from being healed. Not finding the answers. But thank God you can find them. I said, thank God you can find him. Praise God. And I'm glad that I found out that the devil's the author in sickness and disease. God didn't put that on me. And then I got mad at the devil. I've been mad at him ever since then. It's all right to be mad at the devil. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, now, we're talking about how God dealt with sickness under the Old Covenant, the Old Testament, and then bringing it over into the New. Now, you read the Psalms carefully. 
you know, in our English Bible, we call it the book of Psalms. There's 150 of them. But again, in the Hebrew Bible, it's divided into five different books. And these five books of Psalms, you see, they, they compare to the first five books of the Bible. And these five books of Psalms was Israel's prayer and song book. If you read the Psalms, read all 150 of them. I always get blessed reading them. Praise God, because they're God's my God. Hallelujah. You read them carefully, you'll find that God, Jehovah, was Israel's healer. And it is continually mentioned. The 103rd Psalm, for instance. It begins by, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all of his benefits. Benefits, plural, praise God. Wonder if the Lord's lost any of his benefits. Now notice, who forgiveth all thine iniquities. That's the number one and the foremost benefit. Who forgiveth all thine iniquities. Now, most believers anywhere believe the Lord still forgives iniquities. But that's about the end of it. But no, thank God, that's not all the benefits. Listen, who healeth half of your diseases. How many of them? How many of them? Who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thine diseases. Is there one sin that he will not forgive? Is there? No, he forgiveth all thine iniquities. There are not any. There's not even one, is there? Is there any disease that he will not heal? Oh, no, thank God, no, praise God. Amen. Wonder if it's harder for God to forgive you if you robbed a bank be a whole lot harder for him to forgive you, wouldn't it, than it would if you just stole a dime? No. Well, I wonder if it's a whole lot harder for God to heal cancer than it is a headache. Just wonder if he has enough power. Wonder if it'd bankrupt heaven for him to heal cancer than it would the toe ache. No, thank God. You see, a lot of times our thinking defeats us. Who forgiveth all thine iniquities. Thank God. Oh, thank God. Who healeth all thy diseases. Woo! (laughs) If you're going to shout about anything, shout about the Word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Who redeemeth? Let's go on talking about the benefits. That's just two of them. There's more. Benefits. Bless the Lord, O my soul, all that was within me. No wonder he called on his soul to bless the Lord. And all that's within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget, don't forget, forget not all his benefits. Who forgiveth all thy iniquities, who healeth all thy disease, who redeemeth thy life from destruction. Praise God. Who crowneth thee with love and kindness and tender mercies. Who satisfieth thy desire with good things, so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. You can do what you want to. I'm going to take every one of them. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. 
first in this month's offer is the Kenneth E. Hagen Legacy Bible, a beautiful soft leather bound Bible with his 26 original lessons on faith and a memorable portrait. Also, four CDs from the Hagen family that include How to Grow in Love by Kenneth W. Hagen, The Lord Our Peace by Lynette Hagen, from Craig Hagen, Healing Belongs to You, and finally from Denise Hagen Burns, New Seasons, all for the special radio price of $140. Call toll free 1 888 Faith 99. Again, call toll free 1 888 Faith 99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R H E M A dot O R G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Crusade time. We're going to be January the 23rd through the 25th, Sunday through Tuesday at Lake Worth, Florida at Believer's Victory Church, Pastors Scott and Peggy Hill. Yep. And then we're going to move over to St. Augustine, Florida on the uh, 26th, mm-hmm. Wednesday mm-hmm. through Friday night, the 28th at Anchor Faith Church, Pastors Earl and Marcy Glisson. And then we are staying over yes. and we'll be preaching there on Sunday morning in a special, special service there as they have uh, purchased the, the property there. Yes. And it's going to be a special dedication type service, service. Yes. or celebration service, we call it. So, hey, come on down to Florida and, and spend a, a week with us That's here. Right. That, right should there. be warm. It should be warm. Monday, Kenneth E. Hagen will continue this powerful teaching. That's next week on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Have a great weekend.